You may find this hard to believe, but 60 songs that explain the 90s, America's favorite poorly named music podcast is back with 30 more songs than 120 songs total. I am your host, Rob Harvilla, here to bring you more shrewd musical analysis, poignant nostalgic reveries, crude personal anecdotes, and rad special guests all with even less restraint than usual. Join us once more on 60 Saws that Explain the 90s every Wednesday on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm so happy Callie Curry is back and we are here to discuss the Love is Blind finale and reunion. Hi, Callie. Hello. Lot to talk about. Number one question for you. Are you surprised that Milton and Lydia (laughs) are still married? I'm shocked. And... I am too. Not only are they still married, they seem incredibly happy incredibly happy <laughs> that his second wedding in Puerto Rico, which like to me, like really like means is real. Like me they're too. like, me too. Is that weird though? When I saw that video and saw the second wedding, I was like, Oh, they're like married, married. Well, she had a, a different dress. So she got a second dress for the occasion. And it just seemed like really meaningful. It wasn't for TV. They did it like for family, for themselves. Maybe like, that's what it is. Like they just did this because they wanted to be like, they wanted an actual wedding with their family and friends. Yeah. And she wanted him to like experience her culture. I don't know. I was like, wow, those two really, they seem so happy. My my main note for them is they didn't have to sit so close together. I was like, I felt awkward watching them sit together. <laughs> My love language. My love language is absolutely not touch. physical touch. <laughs> so it was a lot for me, but he is so much bigger than her that I feel like it probably is very comfortable. 
For her or for him? Like she was using him as a chair. Well, those couches were small, especially with the pillows they had on them. And he's he's not small. Is yeah. Izzy and Stacy, though, who are two small people for sure. Like very. Very small. They had plenty of room. Like there's the size he was on the show. Like he's less swole, you're saying? He looks tiny. He looked like a tiny man. Also, I don't I think I sent this to you, but remember like his feet dangling. He's tiny. Yeah, he's tiny. Um, and so is she. I think like I think because they're both small and he's like still like bigger than her, you, there's no there's no sense of scale when watching them together because it's like Lilliputians acting together. Yeah. Um but they were sitting in a way that like I, I would have believed they were a couple if, if I didn't in have the very anything, beginning like, of the show, I thought they had gotten yeah. back together. Yeah, because so I'm just saying Milton and Lydia, there was a way to sit together without like being on top of each other the whole time. But I guess it's just like who they are. They clearly love each other, but also are incredibly attracted to each other. Like that's I mean, very evident. Yeah. Well, so I have slightly flipped a switch on Lydia. I now kind of think based on the evidence that has been brought to us, mm-hmm. I think that Uche is more of the problem. Mm-hmm. I still think she's crazy, but in more of a normal, crazy girlfriend way. Yeah. And less someone, of a, someone dating and crazed and trying to like navigate things. Yeah. But I also think that like maybe the situation made her crazy. Like, yeah. If I'm just wondering if Uche put her based on like how we've seen him talk to people and even Aaliyah saying that he talked to her that way. And um, I think maybe he spoke to her in a way and got her insecure and that led to her being unsure and insecure in herself and insecure in the relationship and it drove her a little nuts yeah she or he even admitted that when they broke up he told this to milton he was like said to her over text like i wish nothing but for the best for you like he said it was like very amicable and then he said i was lying i don't feel that way so clearly he's like pretty comfortable saying different things to different mm-hmm. audiences and so who knows what he was saying to that her. made her so insecure or made her think one thing or another like i i still think the way that she treated aliyah and like bigfooted aliyah was like really messed up and like really bad friend etiquette but that's different than you know what uche was accusing her of and i think I, I now believe that Lydia, I, I mean, maybe Lydia did know he was going to be on the show. I don't think she knew for sure. And I don't think it's like as cut and dry as she followed him on. I say that because we'll come back to this, but I was researching what happened with Renee and Carter, the couple that was totally edited out, even though Renee would like pop up here and there. Um, and Renee said, Renee, I think has like no reason to defend the show um, and was saying that she didn't think the producers knew at all and didn't think that Lydia knew either. So, also, all of the women like seem to really like each other, except for Johnny. Um, and so I feel like if Lydia was as like off her rocker as Uche wants us to believe, by this point, like the, like a year Someone and a half later. Would know. Yeah. Um, I also thought that the way that Lydia addressed Aaliyah, like she was just like watching it back, like 
I did not read read the room properly, and like she was apologetic, and um, you know, we are we both are not the biggest Nick and Vanessa fans, but I do think what Vanessa said was probably right. Like she felt like she it was like an explosion of like, oh, I can finally tell you all these things. Lydia was acting on like I think very common instincts. And like all of the bad ones put together in a short period of time on TV. Like a lot of the things she did, I feel like I could defend. And if you did them in smaller doses, like over a longer period of time, it would be like, oh, I have this manipulative person in my life rather than like, look at this psycho who is just trying to like make me feel insecure about my my relationship or whatever. Yeah. It would have been easier to explain it away if it wasn't packed into, uh, you know, a three hour (laughs) bin session. Um. Can we talk about Nick and Vanessa? I'm glad you brought them up because while I still have notes, they clearly received notes of their own. And I would say this is their best performance on Netflix to date by a country mile. There's still issues, but it was a lot better. I felt like Vanessa was trying to play Dr. Drew and like channel her inner therapist versus trying to get a lot of attention. Okay. I agree. (laughs) I agree that it was their best performance. However, do I agree with their best performance because we barely heard them? Probably. <laughs> so you know we did. She, there's like- still no Andy Cohen. Like there was things I needed to be prodded and poked at a little bit more. But I think they received all the notes and are just like, say as little as possible, ask the question and move on. In the words of the musical Hamilton, talk less, smile more. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's what we got. Unfortunately, Vanessa introduced something new, which is she introduced her therapist voice, which is like baby voice. And it's like a quiet tone. I assume this is how she speaks to her children. When she's like, do you think maybe you were feeling this way? I don't don't want to speak for you, but do you think that maybe you did this because blah? And like, I feel like that's when she's trying to like, calm one of her kids down from a tantrum or something like that. And I, I didn't care for it. But again, I preferred that to like her making it about herself and being like, oh my God, I understand. Yeah. Oh, we have a safe word. Yeah. Ugh. Like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> or bringing it about their marriage or her crying. Like The most offensive thing they did was hold hands like for the entire time. I was just like, what the fuck? going on why are they holding hands also like did nick speak very little very i I liked it it worked i like him now because he didn't speak speaking of baby voices this is quite the jump but i had to address is he doing the baby voice to melton was the largest ick all season i think stacy's state yeah but stacy's baby voice is the largest ick all year it's really bad. It's really, but she really didn't bad. do it on this episode. That's true. But I'm still, I'm still carrying that pain and that trauma. <laughs> um, wait, you mentioned the safe word thing. We're all over the map, but let's go back to Lydia and <laughs> Lydia and Milton for a second. Milton introducing a random like science based emoji to be their safe word message to each other is like from everything we know, so Milton, you couldn't script it. And it's it's like really endearing. I'm just like, these are two nerds who want to fuck each other all the time and it's working. I absolutely love Milton. I cannot believe he's 25. 
I know. He seems, he has like a lot of depth and it seems like he has grown a lot. And I don't know. It's like, but even pretty like amazing. how he talks about things, he's very good with language. Very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how he talks about his relationship. I love how he stands up for his wife. I love how he talks about his wife. Um, like, I think he has a strong moral compass, and that was evident that his family does as well. And I think he brings that to their relationship. By the way, best thing about their relationship, or one, not the, mm, might be the best thing. Might be the best thing, but a very good thing regardless. And one of the things that made me be like, I think this is probably going to last, which is crazy to say. I, I know what crazy you're going to say. Crazy to say. What am I going to say? And the mo- Lydia yeah. and the mom becoming close. Yeah. Not only Lydia and the mom becoming close, Milton saying that his family is now softer, that they're able to talk about how they feel about each other more, how him and his sister joke when his parents do that, like, oh, Lydia has done this. That, I I don't know what's better than that. That's amazing. It's really sweet. I also knew you were going to say that because you're close with your in-laws. So, Well, I just think that even like becoming close with your in-laws, that's great. Uh, changing your in-laws for the better, making your in-laws have a better relationship with your husband and like bringing the entire family closer and being able to talk about their feelings. And I don't, obviously I don't think that Lydia does this purposefully, but to Nick's point, she is like a big character. She does seem to have like, you know, a love for life and I can see her like pulling it out of people. She is incredibly loving to the point where we thought that she was a psychopath. I didn't. And, I defended her this whole time. Well, no, <laughs> I no, no, she was no, crazy. no, 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 no. I'm incredibly loving to Aaliyah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, like, forgot about the, that. Yeah. He, forehead to forehead under the blanket. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, after seeing like all of this, I'm like, I think that's who she is. Also one, one thing that I now watch differently, they showed this clip when Aaliyah tells Lydia that she knows and Lydia's about her and Uche, Lydia's response is, you know? And she's so relieved that now that we know how the producers handled it, which is to like swear them to secrecy and tell them they can stay if no, no one finds out, I understand a little bit more of like the burden that probably felt like it was relieved. And it explains Lydia's behavior a bit, a bit more. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But, and then even at one point, Stacy was crying about something. Who knows? Stacy somehow has like fallen to the depths of my depth chart of this season. But Stacy was crying about something, and Lydia looks at her and was like, I love you, baby. I'm like, that, this is that literally, but no, that's who she is. Yeah. She is she's supportive. Oh, but over the top emotionally, like connects with people on a very deep level. For me, it'd be really hard for me to be friends with Lydia because I am not that person. Like, I don't want someone touching their forehead to my forehead. I couldn't do that. <laughs> me neither. So, but <laughs> I don't want like, that either. I think that she is... I just, just want to defend you for a second. You're clearly a very good friend. First of all, I've experienced myself. <laughs> Second of all, you have a ton of friends. Like, I know that you like show up for people. She just does it in a way that is like physical and it's yes. too much. <laughs> That's the, I, I hope I am a good friend. I would like to be a good friend. My friends mean an enormous amount to me as, as you just mentioned, so does my family, but I'm just never going to be the friend that 
puts my forehead on your forehead. It's not me happening. either. I'll send you a nice text. I'll send you like a long, Maybe, meaningful it, message. Unless, Maybe a, I, I love I love a note in the mail. Love to send someone a note. I could do a note. I could do a text. I could do a call. <laughs> I could probably do a you cry on my shoulder. But unless something insanely traumatic happened, my forehead's not touching your forehead. I mean, have you even done that with your husband? Yeah. Maybe your fo- wedding? In a photo shoot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was awkward. <laughs> I think we both were laughing. <laughs> Lydia and Milton, we're happy for you. Let's talk about Izzy and Stacy. There's a lot to cover. Um, I, I, my my main takeaway from Izzy and Stacy is I like them more now, knowing that they managed to find a friendship and like to support each other in their current roles. Wait, I also, <laughs> yes, I like Stacy less um, than ever. I, uh, for me, the Nadir than was, ever. I think when she made him feel bad about the plates, that was like the low for me. I don't know. She was real. She was really bad on the show. Like really, really bad. Well, I for some reason really. I think I must have been really tired. But I mixed up credit and debt in my head. Mm-hmm. Having a bad credit score is not a deal breaker to me. <laughs> so a bad credit score means that you are behind on payments. It means or, you're, you or, could have debt or have been behind. Yeah. Yes. At one and point you were behind on payments. Yeah. It could be something really fucking small. My credit score dropped like a hundred points because I was in this fucking feud with Verizon over $216. I just want to say you could fix that after the fact. If you, if you didn't actually miss payments, it's a lot of fucking work. So it's not like you just do it. I did you, miss but, payments, but I thought there was no pay- payments to be missed. I see. So, okay. Big, big, big feud. And it lasted like two years. I, I guess I'm being defensive because I pride myself on a good credit score. So I understand where Stacy's coming from. <laughs> also, Stacy, I know we've like probably harped on this a little bit, but if your credit score is so great and if you have just unlimited access to funds, a, cre- a bad credit score is not going to stop you from a lot. Agreed. So, Agreed. It's certainly not going to... If she has money and she could pay her bills, it's not going to impact them. But also, he could work on improving it. It's not like you're forever screwed. I mean, it's not great, but you're not forever screwed. You can fix it. Um, also, I just want to note, anyone listening, medical bills, if you ever have a dispute, they don't count against your credit score. So just keep that in mind. Um, so it can take a long time to get a claim repaid. Um, I think Juliet may have missed her calling. <laughs> It's like what a, a credit score consultant. <laughs> yeah, I, your voice, everything works perfectly for it. Wow, thank you. You seem pretty passionate about it too. Just I, I do. I, I like I check my credit. So when I get an email, be like your credit score has changed. I love checking it to see. Um, listen, I'm not on Stacy's side ever. I don't care for her. She's mean. She's really mean about Johnny. Um, but. I don't know, Izzy, I agree that there's just like some weird, I, I do feel like maybe he's not completely, he wasn't completely upfront with her, but there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there about Izzy. Are you aware of them? No. Th- oh, please tell me. People think that the apart, this is a Reddit theory and there's a lot of Reddit rumors out there, by the way, I'm not going to spread any that could potentially be harmful. This is just funny. Um, 
people think that his apartment that he was in where he didn't have the side tables and he had the lost and found drawer was like actually an Airbnb. And that's why he didn't have like any actual plates plates was because it was like a apartment provided to him by production and not where he actually worked. And like, there was no evidence that like he actually lived there. Um, which I, which I think is kind of interesting. I'm not sure if that's true. Um, I will say I felt like the reunion went out of their way, went out of its way to dispel a lot of rumors or to comment on things that were like already out there. Like Aaliyah talking about her and Uche dating. Um, and then, um, Chris and Johnny talking about their relationship. There's like a lot of that stuff already on Reddit, TikTok or whatever. So I do feel like in some ways, some of the stuff that wasn't addressed maybe is true. Um, but I also have been meaning to bring this up. The other thing that I think we just have to mention is that there's this lawsuit from a woman who appeared on the season named Tran Dang, and she's suing them over sexual assault, which she's saying that her fiance from the show sexually assaulted her and that it would be um, on tape because it happened while she was filming and that the show was complicit in it and also like um, put her in like a deprivation type of environment in the two weeks before the pods and, and all that. So I wanted to mention it because it's ongoing and really serious accusations. But I, I also think it explains a lot about the editing and why we only got two couples. I'm sure that they um, fully removed trans storyline. Plus, I think it, there's probably some similar type of concern maybe of where, over what happened between Renee and Carter. And I think that like this season ended up being different than the others. There's only two couples and yeah. fewer episodes because of this ongoing litigation. Also, I'll just note, I really want to interview a showrunner or like someone from production and I haven't been able to. And I'm also going to assume they're not doing press right now because they're in the middle of this litigation, which is pretty um, existential to whether the, sh- I, I think what the, the show, show is. On. So yeah. Um, and it's what she's accusing them of, accusing them of and what she went through is horrible. And I hope she's okay. Um, but I think it just explains a lot about like all of the weirdness people have been commenting on, like why it had to be edited uh, in a certain way and why this is the show we ended up with. I forgot how I got here. Oh, is he uh, talking about Izzy's apartment? <laughs> I'm only laughing about uh, how I confused myself, but I, I really hope Tran's okay and um, hope she's getting support and help that she needs. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. 
So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. But back to Izzy and Stacy, he seemed so angry, like at the end of the wedding episode that like, <laughs> I mean, understandably so. She said no after he said yes. But I was just like, there's a lot to, to parse through here. Clearly a lot of emotion and I don't know. I, mean, I just, I just don't get a good vibe from either of them. He said, you wonder why you're 33 and single and dating 45-year-old men <laughs> having failed relationships. I mean, I, I got to say, Izzy, sounds like a great plan. Also, have you met Bryn from The Real Housewives of New York? <laughs> um, gosh, we could definitely go on a tangent about Bryn, which I will not do. Check it out on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. I was going to say, I will recommend that you watch New York Housewives. Yes, definitely that as um, well. But yeah, no, he was really, really mad. And even talking about it, he talks about how mad he was. And then a week, I don't, I, maybe there is more to Izzy hiding stuff. Um, but I don't know if she would protect him if he was. So either she doesn't know about, you know, what he's hiding. I don't know if he's hiding stuff so much as like, there's just a lot that he still needs to work through. Okay, probably. He just seems, he just seems immature. Like for all of Milton's maturity, Izzy seems like really the opposite to me. And also the way that he treated, they treated Johnny is like, I, I don't like Johnny, but it's still so terrible. I do like that he apologized before the reunion. Not for the um, cameras, just yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to say about Milton's maturity i saw a tiktok yesterday of this girl who went to high school with him and she said she hadn't watched the season but she's in like her group chat with all her high school friends and they have been talking about this season and keep saying that the guy that they know that they went to high school with uh is acts older than every other guy on the show and has like insane maturity and she was just like yeah that all tracks and then she showed a picture of milton in high school and he's wearing a button-up cardigan with with pants and toms. And she was like, you can't tell me <laughs> that we didn't see this coming, that he wasn't going to have the maturity of a 50-year-old man at 25. We knew. Toms are so uncomfortable. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about his arch support. <laughs> but the whole, the picture of him, I was just like, yeah, I would definitely think he was going to be mature for his age. James Milton Johnson the fourth, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Izzy and Stacy, I was laughing and absolutely loved that Johnny and Chris just completely did not care about anything Stacy was saying and had listen. a full blown conversation while she was talking. And then Vanessa was like, wait, I'm sorry, you guys are having a conversation. Do you agree with what Stacy said? And Johnny <laughs> couldn't even because she had no idea what Stacy just said. She was like, she I was... think I agree with like half of it. Like she had no idea what she said. <laughs> I loved it. Johnny and Chris, I think, seem like they're probably pretty normal. And they're just like not that mad at each other. You know, didn't work out. Another rumor is that he had this girlfriend the whole time when he went on the show, like the woman he's now oh. with. But I think that's not true. I think that I think that if that were true, he wouldn't be as welcomed by the show. Um, but 
who knows? Uh, I like that he he just copped being like, yeah, I just, I ghosted her and I two-timed her. I just, and like- Yeah, he but, was like, who asked? Was it Nick? Yeah, it's a total example of like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Because he said it in like a really calm, sweet way. And he was like, yes, that's correct. That is what happened. <laughs> just like, okay. And everyone was like, all right. And it's like, wait, does everyone know what he just said he did? What he, Nick or Vanessa asked him, you said that you loved Johnny. Would you cheat on someone you loved? And he was like, yeah, I mean, I did. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> and I was just like, all right. But it's so funny because I was just like, wow, I, st- I still really like Chris. I do too. I do too. I was like, okay, he's owned up to it. It seems like everyone except for Stacy is good with Johnny. So I'm going to have to assume it's a Stacy problem. Uh, I also want to know, like, do people like Stacy? Because she was like, I'm still really good friends with all the girls. So it seems like it's you. I also loved when they replayed it all to be like, this is what actually happened. And it was like, yeah, Stacy, you were a fucking asshole. Like somehow yeah. she tried to pin it on Johnny. And then when they replayed it, it was like, yeah. And then for some reason, somehow Stacy watched the replay and was like, told you. Stacy like, posted it on Instagram. She was trying to like explain why she made the what's wrong with your face comment. And it just like did not work. I'll read it to you. But it was like, it's just like a really mean thing to say. If anyone said that to me, I would really be like hurt and it would make me really uncomfortable. Um, it wouldn't make me uncomfortable. I would think that I had something on my face or my teeth. Like that <laughs> like you, would ha- I'd be like, what? Did something is there something on my face? <laughs> um, this is why this is what she said. This is from Stacy's Instagram. The comment I made about Johnny's face was because I was shocked that someone who was supposedly Lydia's closest friend was acting like she believed Uche's awful accusations about her and finding humor in it. It felt like a betrayal of the friendships I knew were built in the pod. And while my reaction may have been inappropriate, I know I owe it to explain why I felt disturbed by that. It feels very ironic that I'm being portrayed as a bully when in fact the actions of Johnny very much come across to me as antagonizing for for which I stood up for myself and others against it. If you can't follow it, it's because I can't either. I strongly encourage anyone feeling attacked or belittled to stand up for themselves. I encourage that as well. Um, I don't know, Stacey. She just seems really not nice. Also, Johnny, like everyone apologized on stage. Like literally everyone's had some kind of like... Um, Moment. Repentance, except for Stacey. Like I can't recall her apologizing for anything. Like... She even said, like, I wanted to marry. She didn't even, like, apologize to Izzy, at least not that we saw. She's like, I really wanted to marry him, but I just knew we weren't ready. And then they didn't talk for a year. I like that this reunion was filmed so long after the show. So it's like 18 months of time. A year and a half. Yeah. A lot of time for stuff to happen. Um, I don't remember her apologizing for anything. Um... I mean, I don't think she thinks she did anything wrong. No, I'm sure she doesn't. So. So she's good. The most redeeming thing about Stacy on this episode or two episodes for me was being able to do a cooking class with Izzy. Like I was just like, oh, okay, that's nice that they were able to just like get through it. But again, they were like, oh, did you tell him? I don't think she did. Like, I'm just like, right. You wouldn't tell it. Like, uh, I don't know. She's living in a different world to me. I do think the fact that they're able to be friends is like a good sign for both of them in terms of who they are as people. So, yeah. And, and, you know, you do get like a very specific edit and 
who knows what else happens, but she's just, she's one of the least likable people to like really ever be on the show. I can't think of anyone else really on her level. Like Shane. Yeah. And Uche and Shane from Chicago is really unlikable, but I, I like worry about Shane in a way that I don't worry about Stacy or Uche. Um, I don't even think Shane was that unlikable. I thought he was more crazy. I thought, yeah. What was the guy who's on house of villains now? Shake. Shake Shake was unlikable. Yeah. he, He, Basically, the comment asking, um, could I put you on my shoulders at a, at a festival is one of the most ridiculous things said on the show ever. Yeah. So, Shake. Yeah, he's bad. But, like, also, even us having to dig for Shake, I know. for where we want to put Stacy, isn't great. So bad. She's just really, um, really rough. Uche, though, having every person have a bad experience with him and even for the guys like even Izzy and him saying bad things about Izzy the text messages to everyone the the same exact copy and paste text messages to Izzy and Lydia him texting Milton on his wedding day it's also so selfish and self-centered he's like Milton's like just got married and he's like let's talk it's like no Uche no. he's busy yeah, he's not gonna or talk like, to you today. No, he's got married. Let it go. Which yeah, also, he's made his decision. He has the evidence he needs. Yeah, and I think that Milton being like he also was super hyper focused on my relationship, and we didn't see that. Like it didn't mm-hmm. make it into the show. Uh, also explains why Milton was very like I don't really care what you have to say. Like you're clearly a little obsessive with her too. Yeah, yeah. Which I think that speaks to like the toxicity of their relationship that they had, which again could have led Lydia down the path that we heard about. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uche um, also like trying to like tell his truth, like beforehand it does. I don't feel like I've gotten, I don't feel like I had anything like pulled over on me. I do feel like I've gotten like a lot of information and like, I'm like able to decide on my own that I don't trust Uche as a narrator on his own. Um, so let's talk about Aaliyah for a second. Aaliyah saying that she met her current boyfriend on an R&B cruise that she went on <laughs> by herself makes me love Aaliyah. And I was like, should I go on an R&B cruise? <laughs> it sounds interesting. I would never go on a cruise. So it's not a serious query, but I was like, I was like, this is a strong woman who like knows what she's about. And I really like her. I just thought that was like, so quirky and unusual and it worked for her. I loved it. I hope she's having a great day wherever she is. Um, I like Leah. She seems pretty normal. I, I, we, that's where I started. If you recall, I was like, wow, she seems so normal. That was like episode one. I no longer mm. think she seems so normal, but I think she seems unique and s- stable, like very stable. Stable. Actually. She feels her, fe- she feels her feelings, <laughs> but she's stable. Yeah, mostly stable. I think I didn't even know R and B cruises existed. Me neither. Um, I think every kind of cruise exists, though. That's what I'm learning. But when she said it, I was like, probably not a bad place to meet a guy. Yeah. <laughs> but would I get on an R and B cruise? No, I wouldn't get on a cruise. Period. There's no cruise. Yeah, no, I'd I mean, go on. I, obviously, you know, I wouldn't get on a cruise. I wouldn't touch it with a ten foot pole. But me neither. I. I think, oh my gosh, how much fun would it be to send Juliet 
on an R&B cruise and we connect and we pod every two days about your experience and who you're meeting and what you've done. I would love that. My God. I think I'd be willing to go on an R&B trip, but not an R&B cruise. (laughs) Do R&B trips exist? And what what would you do? I actually want to know what the itinerary looks like on an R&B cruise. Like, are there just like a bunch of like parties with R&B playing? They also probably have like R&B singers. Like I feel like Drew Hill is maybe like performing or something like 90s, <laughs> like Casey and Jojo. Uh, I, I, I don't. All my life. I know who Casey and Jojo <laughs> is. Um, You're like, never do that again. <laughs> Brian McKnight would be also a great performer. Oh my God, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, Want to hear a funny Brian McKnight story? <laughs> sure. It's not that funny actually, but. Seth, my husband, when he was in eighth grade, after a basketball game that they lost at the buzzer, it was like a championship game. He got in the car and he said that his mom had a Brian McKnight song back at one. Love that one. one. You're like make a dream come true. He literally can't listen to it. (laughs) That's too bad. He says it like he's like it just brings back horrible memories of that game. <laughs> My favorite contribution to culture from Brian McKnight is his collaboration with Mariah Carey on the song um, "Whenever You Call." That's the name of it. It's mm. so good. Check it out. Butterflies, one of the greatest albums of all time. Um, I'm a Mariah Carey super fan. Did you know that? No, but I did see her in concert. Like, how was it? Six years ago, it was great. Not a lot of movement, mm. but vocally, she was still strong. I'm sure there's a lot of Mariah Carey playing on the R&B cruise. I've got no doubt about that. Um, it's probably like Mariah Carey night. I, I've never been on any of these cruises, but I did like <laughs> do a deep dive once into like what the Backstreet Boys cruise is like. And I didn't it's know like there was one of every those. Ni- every night is like a different theme. It's like, and then like the Backstreet Boys participate in the theme and they also perform and like, it's just like all this shit. Oh, they're on the cruise. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. How many of these they do make, they have to go on? They make bank. Um, I don't think they've done it since COVID, but they also like, I don't know, as a Backstreet Boys super fan, I had to look into it, but I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, and I, I like my two, like from my childhood, my two favorite musical acts are Mariah Carey and the Backstreet Boys. I would not go on a, on a cruise for either. I don't think I'd go on a cruise for anyone, even Rihanna. That's a lot for me. I don't think Rihanna would do it. So don't worry about it. (laughs) It's not luxurious enough. (laughs) True. So I would go on like a super yacht to see Rihanna. Sure. You'd like, you'd meet her. The, the yeah. dinghy would bring you up. The tender would bring you up. Um, I'm okay anyway, with that. we haven't talked about Taylor and JP. I never need but to talk about them again. Me either. But also, I feel like their part was like very, very, very short. Because um, he doesn't speak. So how do you which, make television out of someone who doesn't talk? I also don't understand why he apologized for how he said it and then said it again. I know. Nick was like, so you weren't attracted to her in the makeup? And he was like, yeah. That was just sort of all that it was. <laughs> he was like, definitely not when I first saw her. I was just like, what? It was so awkward. Also, she looked amazing. I got to say, she I got to point that she out. Looked she looked beautiful. Great. She definitely went with the, um, oh my God, Jessica. I don't know. If no one calls her Jessica. Jess Sparkle Chest. Oh, from Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Yeah. I- I told this to Jody Walker a couple weeks ago. I like the sparkles. Sorry. I like them in sometimes. moderation. Yes. <laughs> it's like cake in moderation only. <laughs> it can't be every day, all day, full body. And that's what it's 
uh, evolved too because that's what she's known for now. Um, but I think it looked great on Taylor. Yeah, she looked beautiful. I thought I really liked her makeup. I liked the evolution she was showing. I thought she had some good contouring going on. Good I, dress. I, she looked great. Yeah, she looked really nice. Um, what did you think of Stacy's dress, by the way? Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you brought this up because I was going to go there. Um, I thought it was horrible, but only someone with as tight of a body as Stacy could a wear. Pilates instructor. So I, will, yeah. I will give her that. Yes, if you're a Pilates instructor, go for it. I mean, but essentially, I was you it. are a mummy that they forgot to finish. <laughs> I was just thinking about like anyone with larger boobs wearing that dress, and not I would just happening. be like, it's pornographic. Like that's an adult film. You can't. Also, you would not be able to move. <laughs> oh, I mean, she could barely move. She was t- checking Super her dress glue and stuff. Would have had to a lot of tape. Yeah. Needed a no, lot I of think, tape. I, liked, I don't think I don't think tape would work because I would be sweating because I'd be so scared of it moving. Super glue, and then my skin would have had to been peeled off. Sounds horrible. There's, there's um, no way. Who can wear that dress other than Stacy? I know, but I but I uh, thought it was ugly. Uh, I liked the color. I thought her makeup looked nice, much better than on the show. I, I thought she looked a lot better. Like I liked the way it was more subtle. Well, the makeup looked better than it did on the show because it didn't look. It looked horrible on the show. And she also, they probably had professional makeup. If I were going on Love is Blind. I didn't like her earrings either. As soon as I got out of the pods, I'd pull a Lisa Barlow and I would have glam on retainer. Like I would just be like, yeah, I just come every morning. I just like can't imagine having, I, have you ever done like full glam? Mm, like, I don't think so. Like I have like for like a wedding or whatever, like hair and yeah. makeup. Yeah, but just like for TV. Um, it, kind of. I don't, not really. Not like on the Lisa Barlow level. That's so much time. I know. Like, how does anyone have that much time every day? Well, that's, it was a problem on Love Island as we discussed. It took hours and hours to do it. I just, I don't even want, like when I have to get my, I absolutely love getting my nails done. I get them done every two weeks as often as I can. Sometimes I have to go longer, but I try to do every two weeks. Having to sit through that is hard, and I like getting them done. Oh, I get so antsy with my nails. Um, I like getting my makeup done because I just can't do it. And when someone does it well, it makes me feel really good. Plus, you can be on your phone while that's happening, so I can like multitask. The manicure, yeah. you can't really multitask. But I like getting my makeup done. But like, what about your I don't hair? Want, um, hair takes yeah. like five hours, and it doesn't for me. I have like pretty like straightforward hair. Although I've never done anything other than like straighten it. I got like blown out or something. I don't know. I like my oh. hair. I tend to go au natural. So I don't know. Although that's going to change as I get older. because It's going to go gray. Um, and I want to get it colored. Anyway, I'm <laughs> getting ahead of myself. I wanted to ask you a question. So, th- so in addition to um, Tran Dang, whose story was cut out as she, um, you know, has said she was assaulted. The other couple, Renee and Carter, also were cut out. And it's mm-hmm. unclear why. A lot of rumors about it. Renee did an interview with Pop Sugar. She said that she was told by production that Carter, her fiance, was so horrible that they just decided to cut it out so she doesn't have to relive it. I, I don't know if that's true, but that's what she said recently no on the air, on the record. If it was that bad or if they got that much of it, they would have loved to put it in, I feel. Yeah, there's a lot of speculation about what happened, but that's all she said so far. She says that, like she'll say it eventually. I wonder if she's like waiting for an NDA to expire. I, I don't know. 
Would you be pissed if you're like, I went on this show and so she's actually married now, but to not someone she met on the show. Would you be pissed if you like went through all this shit and then you don't even get famous off of it? Like, like I don't, I was thinking about it. Like, I'm they the said wrong person to ask. Like, it's for her. She, I hope she realizes it's best case scenario. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't, I don't know if you necessarily want the fame from this show. Like, very, very rarely does it spin into anything that's good for you. Yeah. I think Lauren and I can't even remember her husband's name, Lauren Speed Cameron. And Cameron. They're like the only two that I've seen that like come off of this, stay married and look great. And like and Amber and Barnett too. Season one. They didn't they didn't look great. No. They seem good now though. No, she Yeah, they yeah. Do. They see they seem good now. But I'm saying Lauren and Cameron no. came yeah, across very sweet. amazingly. And like, there's just no way like jobs were affected. Like if anything, like a company would open up doors. Yeah, exactly. But like, who else could I say that about? I don't know anyone else that I could say that about. Um, so like, just, I would just, obviously I wouldn't want to have spent the time actually doing the show and nothing come of it. Sure. But would I rather that than everyone's like unwanted opinion of every single thing that I did on the show? You know, Renee probably wishes that she were on it. And then, like, if she went on it and people were saying horrible things about her. It's probably good for her current relationship to not have it air. For sure. And even if you do well, like, even if you come, like, Johnny seemed, is it Johnny? Mm-hmm. Johnny's in a good relationship now, right? Yeah. Johnny's in a relationship now. Chris is in a relationship now. Like, would they have rather just not had this come out? Probably. Probably. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for Chris, like, how, it's sort of like... Also, it's like, how famous are, are they going to get off this show? Not very. <laughs> no. So, I don't think any of these people will get famous. So... Me neither. People seem to not... I, I actually haven't checked to see, like, how, like, the ratings are. Or Netflix doesn't really say, but... People seem to be, like, angry at this season. I still really enjoyed it. I don't know. I, I love is blind is a genius show. Oh, love is blind UK. I'm so excited. Wait, what? <laughs> love is blind. UK is coming. It's coming. I can't Ooh. wait. Well, in general, we like people from there more than, or like totally. people from there more. So so, someone DM me to say love is blind. Brazil season three is really good. And then we should watch. And I'm just like, I just have a hard time imagining myself sitting down, no phone. And like paying attention to the subtitles for that. So I'm sorry. Um, I'm not mad at subtitles since I watch subtitles in English. I know, but so you, can, I you know, can't multitask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. But I would rather, I think right now we can wait for UK. Yeah, or, definitely. Yeah. Um, all right, Callie. Any final thoughts on season five of Love is Blind US? My final thoughts are that I agree with you. I actually love this season. Um, I think at the very end, you want couples that you like like cheering for. So by the la- by the end, I could see how people were like, we only have two couples and only one got married. Like the show, this season was horrible. But you have to remember the journey. We were very, very entertained for nine, oh, out, yeah. of t- nine out of 10 episodes. Also, I'm happy to have 10 episodes and not 12. Like I'm good with it. I don't need this to be bloated. So I'm, I'm all good. Callie and I will be back on Thursday to talk about Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. If you're not on board, you're missing out. People love Golden Bachelor. Um, and Callie hasn't really gotten to weigh in on it. So you better come back to hear her thoughts because she's she's back. Thank you to our producer, Jonathan Karma, and talk to you on Thursday. 
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.